When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of good-looking young men, Callum Hedge joins us now, our, our next rising motorsport superstar. Morning to you, Callum. Good evening, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, good to see that you're on. What do you mean, good evening? What planet are you on? Have you been to the gym yet, or is that all that testosterone flying around your body after your gym session? No, today I haven't been to the gym. I'm uh, just pulling in to Hampton Downs to do a bit of FT50 coaching today. Ah, who are you coaching today in the FT50s? Young lad, Sebastian Manson. So uh, been training at the gym with him a little bit, and today's the day he's going to go for a skid in the FT50. Hey, haven't, haven't Sebastian, he's been running Formula Ford, hasn't he? Yeah, Formula Ford New Zealand. Uh, he's been pretty much winning everything in that and looking to do something new. Is there some suggestion he might be a late turn-up for the Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oceania Championship Series? Uh, I'm not too sure yet. He's actually not old enough to compete in the okay, series, so right. um, he's just probably doing a bit of preparation and, and planning for some bigger stuff. Okay, let's talk about you, because I know you love talking about you for all the right reasons. Uh, congratulations, first of all, on a mighty year, Callum. Um, if we go right back to the start of the year, you finished second in the CT Frock, uh, the big summer series here. And we had this discussion, I remember we had this discussion, and you, you were quite liking, liking, or probably more or liking tin tops. Then suddenly you just came alive in the open wheelers. What changed for you? Um. I'm not too sure, really. Like, for me, it was just I went out into that championship just planning on having a bit of a go, uh, seeing how I went. And with the main goal of just putting myself on the radar, I feel um, with my Porsche stuff, I couldn't quite get on the radar as much as I could have. So we decided we'd we'd take a chance on CT Frock or TRS, as lots of people would call it, Mm. and aim for some results because that's really sort of sprung a lot of young Kiwis like myself into some bigger and better things. Uh, pretty much every single New Zealand racing car driver has been through that championship and uh, we were thinking to do the same thing and that's exactly what it did for me. Was it quite intense for a youngster? Because I know you're confident, but, you know, that's five back-to-back weekends and there's constant media attention at the tracks and having to do things. Was that a wake-up call for you as to, OK, if I'm going to succeed in this, I've got to, I've got to handle all of this? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's just the nature of racing. Um, it's hectic, it's stressful, it's busy. You're supposed to, supposed to be stressed. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoy that side of it and had a great five weeks. It was super fun. And and the big thing that we all, we all talk about, and if you didn't know, uh, Callum loves his Crocs. And we tried very hard to give you a get you a sponsor, but all they gave you was one pair of Crocs. I thought they were a bit tight asses, actually. Yeah, I'm going to say the same as you are. <laughs> you got one pair of Crocs. Are you still rocking the Crocs? Yeah, I'm actually rocking some right now, eh? Oh, okay. My daughter wants some for Christmas. She wants khaki ones, so I think I'm going to have to... That would be a very, very good Christmas present. Hey, hey, now, where do you get those? What do you call them? Widgets or tidgets or what do you call them? Gibbets or... Honestly, uh, I bought a couple at the Croc shop in America yeah. the first time I went there. 
And other than that, the rest of them have just been given given to me, and I just keep adding to the, but, to but, the collection. But what do you call them? Gibbets. Oh, it is gibbets. Oh, okay, it is gibbets. Okay, because yeah, widgets are something to do with your, your phone and things like that. Hey, now let's talk about Formula Regional America, which you went out and just cleaned up. I mean, you could have cleaned up in the second the last weekend, but you didn't. Uh, how competitive was that? And, and how similar were the cars to uh, CT Frog? Yeah, it was a cool uh, championship. I really enjoyed racing some new people. I never raced in America before. It was interesting at the start of the year, just getting used to the culture and the different environment of being in the USA. Um, I'm not sure if you remember Ryan Sheehan from Vicky yep. uh, Crock here in New Zealand. So he was sort of my main championship protagonist for most of the season. Um, he was He was normally quite fast. He knew all the circuits and all that stuff. So it was cool to go out there every single time I go to a weekend, a fresh track. Um, in terms of the cars, I would say it's like two Formula One teams building for the same regulations. They're um, similar, built to the same rules, but have their different philosophies. But the fact that you were so dominant, did that just roll as it, as it got better and better for you? Or did you always feel pressure at the weekend to perform? Bit of both. I always felt the pressure to put it together and be quick and try and win every single race. That's that's what you do every time you go to the track. You're always there to win. Hmm. Um, but once we once we started winning in that first first weekend, um, I really felt that we could we could go on a bit of a streak and really put some put some margin in on the points. And that's exactly what we did. And it was just a credit to the team and the people who made it happen for me. What people wouldn't realise, winning that championship actually was worth a lot of money to you to set up 2024 because it's helped you now move into Indy NXT. Do they, now, what do they say? Do they call it Indy NXT or Indy Next? Um, they call it Next. I called it NXT and then I got told off. <laughs> okay, so now you are in the feeder series, like the step below Indy Cars. Uh, I think I think Louis yeah. Foster's going to go back again for another crack who, who raced out here uh, early in the season in CT Frog. You've got uh, Jamie Chadwick. And you're in a team called HMD Motorsport, which have basically the, uh, an, an enormous amount of an enormous amount of cars, but also the winning car, I think, from last year. What are those cars like? How much of a step up are they? Yeah, it's a lot faster. I did the test day back in September or October. I can't even remember. The whole end of the year was a bit of a blur with all the travelling. But it was a it was a fairly similar style of driving, I must say. Um, at the end of the day, it's still got four wheels and a steering wheel. But just to get used to a car that's at least 10 seconds faster than what I've, I'd ever driven before, um, it's safe to say my neck was pretty thrashed at the end of the day and I needed a few days off but it was a cool experience the push to pass is cool the car's got a lot of power the wings are huge, it sucks to the ground and it was a great fun uh, How confident are you coming off that back of your FRA season going into Indy next or are you going to just take this step by step? Uh, I think take it step by step I will be able to answer your question probably after we've done a few more days of testing <laughs> and uh then I'll let you know. Yeah, uh, how now it's a big move for you because you have full time. Uh, it's a full time gig in the states, right? Fourteen, uh, fourteen races starting March ten. Yeah, there's a few. There's pretty much like going to be some blocks where I where I'm there for two or three months and then come home for a 
for a week or so and then go again whenever there's a break. So uh, that's the plan. You must be genuinely excited about this. Yeah, I am. It's um, it's a new new path for me. I never, even 12 months ago, thought that I would be racing in Indy Next. So for me, it's quite cool and quite surreal to be in the position I am and I just feel really lucky to have the people that backed me all the way. I mean, I mean, your your season of 2023 just is one word, success, because you won the Porsche Carrera Cup Australia. Now, how tough was that combining FRA and everything else you were doing to win what is probably one of the closest championships anywhere around the world? Yeah, like, I was actually quite drained for the kind of second half of the year there was so much traveling and so many back-to-back events that I was I was pretty wrecked really I uh, I wanted it to be over at the Gold Coast um, but I still had a trip to America Portugal and the last round of Career Cup Australia to uh, to polish off so it was one of those ones where you just have to stay focused the whole time um, we kind of said at the start of the year when we officially signed up to do both championships uh, we're like how cool would it be to um to lead both and win both and then I got to the lead of both and was like oh and now what do I do I have to win them both <laughs> do you feel the pressure now do you think there is somewhat of a small target on your back coming in from that success from this year moving into next year with Indy Next um, not really I feel like I actually might be a bit of an underdog heading into the championship a lot of those guys have already done a season a few of them have done FIA F3 a few of them have done a lot more racing than I have in single seaters and they'll probably look at me and see my career Cup Australia Championship and my Formula Regional America Championship and be like, who's this guy? Oh, okay. Oh, you, you, are playing, you are playing it cool. So does this summer now for you mean physical preparation, having, having one good pig out day and then okay, end of the gym and strengthening the neck and everything else involved? Pretty much. I've been in the gym almost every day since I've been since I've been home, um, I identified when I drove the car that my body was fit enough, I felt, um, but just the neck needed to be improved. That's generally what happens when you drive something faster. Um, and I can confirm my neck was very sore the next day. So um, <laughs> once I once I work on that and put my head on some of those band things that look like torture devices, then I should be a bit better. <laughs> You'll be fine, mate. So um, are we going to see you around the, the circuits for the early part of the summer series at all? Um, most likely not. Um, my flight to America is on the 5th of January, so oh. not, a very, not a very big break. But I'm not sure if I have to return sometime in February for a visa. So hopefully I do because I'd like to come out and have a bit of a look around. Yes, well, we will miss you around the tracks and your wonderful personality, but I couldn't, we, uh, the motorsport community, could not be happier with what your 23 has been like. And Callum, all I can say is go get him and beat him up in 24. But we will talk again. We'll give it a crack, Stephen. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy Christmas, Callum. Callum Hedge at 9.43 on uh, Mornings with Smithy with Stephen McIver here till midday today. Keep your eye and ears on that name, Callum Hedge. He is he is going to be the next big thing because everything he touches, a bit like Shane Van Gisbergen, turns to gold. He can race. Don't go far. Smithy's multi coming your way next.